Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering Slumber Party Massacre 2. But before we go into today's listener request, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So today, I am drinking coconut, either cocoa or cacao, C-O-C-O-A. I'm not sure how you Please let us know how everyone else pronounces that. Yeah, because both we me and Jess no idea. <laughs> were like, "What? How do?" <laughs> um, but it comes. Uh, it has roasted carob, roasted chicory, dates, natural coconut flavor, cacao, cacao, cacao powder, and natural chocolate flavor. Because it's like I, th- I always thought cacao or cocoa was like the the nuts that. Uh, chocolate comes from like cocoa yeah but like i thought that cocoa or cacao came uh, cocoa was like a derivative of i don't know Uh, anyways what tea are you drinking so i'm drinking republic of tea cinnamon vanilla because i went simple (laughs) 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 i was not about to try to pronounce that on air this is fine so I got caffeine-free Ruibos, natural cinnamon, and vanilla flavors. That simple. Smells amazing. It is a good one. But for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. Oh, itchy all of a sudden. <laughs> it always happens during recording. Always. I was perfectly fine before this. Yeah. When you're recording, like, it's always something. I've got like a hair in my eye. I've got like an itch. Like, what is going on? You okay? I'm fine. Okay. But for the summary, summary <laughs> so we regretfully did not watch the first movie. We thought it would be fine. Yes. So the main character is the sister of the previous movie's main character. Like, apparently in the first movie, Valerie is the main character and Courtney is her sister. But in that movie, Courtney is 15 and survives her sister from this, like, massacre that happened back then. But in this movie, she said that she was 12. Anyway, she's essentially having PTSD from this massacre that she survived. And she, for her birthday, she kind of has a getaway weekend with her friends. But she keeps having these recurring nightmares that something terrible is going to happen. And, but she ignores that. And she goes with her friends anyways. And everything seems to be going well until she keeps having the nightmares again. And they're getting worse and worse and worse. Like, while she's awake and all of that. Well... This is disputed on whether or not it actually happened. But in the movie, it appears that the killer came from her nightmare land to real life 
to kill everyone. But then at the end, it appears that Courtney wakes up from the nightmare, but then again wakes up in a an asylum type of place, like a mental institute. So, and we looked up to see if there was any explanation nope. on whether or not it solidly happened, nope. and there was nothing. There are some really interesting theories, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't find, like, an actual explanation. Yeah, so we we don't know. I wish we had answers for yeah. you. I would like to think that she dreamt it all and then ended up waking up in a mental institute because she had envisioned that and they're like, oh no, she really does need help. And then it was like her being haunted by her nightmares. But anyways. What do you give it for entertainment though? Oh, so for, okay, so for entertainment, I can at least say that this in, this movie was more enjoyable than last week's movie. Yeah. Um, I think you, you found that it was supposed to be a, a parody. Of- yeah, I, from most of the things I was reading, it was supposed to be a satire, and I did see a lot of that. Yeah, like, they, they take a lot of, it, it's kind of a mixture of comedy yeah. and horror, they even make references to Freddy, Jason, and uh, Norman Bates. Yeah. So, by using their names. So, like, it was Officer Voorhees and Officer Kruger. And then her last name, like, Courtney's last name was Bates. So. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even the movie itself, it, it felt like Nightmare on Elm Street meets like Grease. Super campy. Like, yeah, it was like... Super campy. The fact that he, the killer came from her nightmare, but he also had really bad, like, puns, and he was, like, quoting songs. Yeah. But he also looked like someone that came out of Grease. I mean, it was that, uh, but it was just... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, but the 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 characters don't have a whole lot of redeeming qualities, um, and they're not terribly hard to, or they're not terribly easy to tell apart. I couldn't tell the difference between her three friends. Yeah, I mean, like really, the best that I could do was their hair. And even then, uh, yeah, I don't know who these people are. I'd say that the there were three guys, and the one that was the the one that like helped or offered to help pick up the the chicken pieces on the floor in the kitchen. He was like, all right. He's a he's a good dude. Still don't know his name. Yeah, like but he was all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like very small glimpses yeah. of personality to these characters and his friend was a just tj a douche. <laughs> yes like honestly if anyone acted like that around me and my friends i would not like i can't believe just like borderline like like i'd say like sexual harassment into like sexual assault I don't know. It, it seems like, at some points, yes. When he threw her in the pool, yeah, yes. that was not okay. That was assault. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, so with this being satire, 
I can understand why the killer wasn't scary, but it, it's very much one of those, it's another one of those horror movies where you watch it for the horror elements, but you don't expect to be scared by yeah. it. Um, yeah, it was kind of funny. It's like the killer, there'd be like songs playing in the background that completely- Like he was singing along to him. Yeah, and it's like, while he's like killing uh, this these group these group of friends and it just it didn't make it scary at all no. yeah and but it's like to me i didn't really even find it funny it was just kind of off-putting honestly but yeah i don't know but um and then uh the only other thing for entertainment is courtney very much felt like a plot device because if she was as worried as she was about her nightmares, I feel like the movie wouldn't have happened oh, in, no. the, in the first place. No, she would have seen someone or talked to someone about it and done something about it. Or not gone. Or maybe convinced her friends not to go. <laughs> yeah, it's like, of course, characters, they have to drive the plot to a degree. But when you're making someone act what seems to be unreasonable it kind of makes you realize or remember that characters uh are a part of the plot device but yeah what would what would you rate it so i give it a 5.5 with the potential of increasing later on down the road honestly like, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than Night of the Demons. Yeah, It was still... I don't know. The the characters, for the most part, were all interchangeable again. But, but the killer was actually interesting and kind of funny. Like, I actually found this movie rather funny. The fact that he had, like, a d guitar, yes. but the guitar had, like, a drill at the end of it. <laughs> and we're not going to get too much into the 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 deets but um he'll like push the drill through the floor and it will just like wobble <laughs> around and it it reminds you of a few things yeah but like the way he acts and his singing it all and it was just funny to me yeah so he, he would drink himself oh yeah but i mean if you get a role like that I mean, you can't just half-ass it. You gotta just lean into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. Yeah. So, I I thought it was hilarious. Um, the only reason I can't really give it higher is because it was such a confusing movie to me. Because he doesn't seem to really follow any kind of rules in particular. Like, and again, we haven't seen the other movies, so we went into this completely blind, which we really probably shouldn't have done. It was but <laughs> regrets. But <laughs> from the context clues, we gathered that she and her sister killed the the killer the last time, and her sister was so traumatized that she ended up in a mental institution. Clearly, her sister is traumatized too, the main character of this movie, and she's still dealing with that trauma. But then he... The guy that's supposed to be dead shows up out of nowhere and starts killing everybody. And then she kills him, death by fire, 
And, but then it's still kind of in her head. So if she somehow manifested it, does it mean that he has the potential of coming back over and over again until she's completely dealt with it? Or was it all in her head? Or is it done and over with and she's just traumatized again? So it's a little confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a brain fuck. A little bit. <laughs> But other than that, if you don't, like, try to read really deep into it and just watch it to enjoy it, it's it's an enjoyable movie, and I'll probably watch it again. I'll watch the first one beforehand yeah. <laughs> this time, but I'll probably watch it again. So it has the potential of a higher rating in the future, but currently, with a one-time viewing, it's a 5.5 for WTF Factor. Yeah, I am. I am hoping that we will eventually cover the first and the third movie. Yeah, yeah, I'd definitely be open to that. Yeah, if anyone wants to recommend it. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, push it through a little bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go ahead to realism. Yeah. So for realism, I would give this a two, and like it wasn't as crazy and realistic as other movies that we've seen but at the same time nightmare on elm street type of like realism i don't know but like <laughs> one of the things i wrote down was the weird drunk pillow fight yeah the girls had i i'm sorry and it's interesting <laughs> because the movie was has, was written and directed by a female and it just seems like a very like cliche cliche thing to have a bunch of girls be like oh we're gonna have a slumber party and we're gonna hit each other and we'll be naked and, rah, rah, rah. and i mean yeah pillow fights could happen that's that's a thing especially when you're younger but but not naked pillow fights like that was just weird yeah friends it's like even if you're super close to friends there are, everybody has different boundaries. Yes. And while one group of friends might change in front of each other, another group of friends, <laughs> another group of friends will go to the restroom to change. So it's just pitting too much rant. And it's like, yeah. even if you're drunk, it just, it was very much to cater to what they perceived to be the audience watching yeah, it, I it was, feel like. Yeah, it was like. more fan service. Yeah, and then having the the guys watch them was just, like, super oogie. Yeah. It just... Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it was gross. But they did do some good things, like the tourniquet around the, the bleeding leg. Mm -hmm. That was good. And a lot of the, the wounds, like, the, the, the slashes from the drill, they did look appear to be like fairly realistic. I mean the effects in this movie weren't too bad. No, they were they were fairly decent. But um yeah, overall the 80s had a lot of decent special effects for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely used what they had to the 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 best yeah. of their abilities. But it's like overall to me it's it's a it's a movie that's a mixture of your typical horror to Oogie, to This is Funny, to What the Hell Just Happened. 
all four of those things. Yeah. So I also give it a two. Oh, twinsies. <laughs> two is for twins. <laughs> okay, anyways. The blood was a little too watery and too bright red. Yeah. Um, so that on the effects was just a little bit off. Otherwise, the other effects were pretty decent. Especially for, you know, 80s, where you could tell it was fake. Otherwise, the effects are decent. The police officers, again, I know it's a satire movie and all, but it almost made it look like they had only two cops in the whole town. Like, when they called, they got them directly, which didn't make that much sense. Because they should be in their cars, like, patrolling or responding to other calls, and it would be, like... Someone else answering the phone to respond. Especially and, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. And they're just not going to respond at all. Even to give them a citation, a fine, anything like that. No, they're just, don't call here again. Okay. And then her next move is to then chunk the the phone across the room and shatter it. That's a good idea. That That's a good one. I would have kept calling. Because eventually they're going to get so annoyed that they're going to come out there. Just say it. True. If nothing else to find you. And at that point, hey, while you're here, bad guy right there. <laughs> Death all over. <laughs> you mind helping now? <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Um, I do like that when the killer does actually show up and they realize that she's not just bullshitting them, that <laughs> they run. <laughs> Like, one dude tries to play hero and, I guess, give the others time to get away or take them on and throw them out or whatever. But um, when he gets hurt in the leg, he does get a tourniquet on it, which does help. And they keep going. Like, they try to get... They try to flag down a car. The car's a jerk. person driving the car, rather, is a jerk. <laughs> Cars are not inherently jerks. <laughs> and... They keep going when the car doesn't stop. And they try to find someone to help. Again, the killer doesn't seem to follow any set of rules, so he just kind of appears where it's convenient and ends up killing them. But but they tried. They do try. I do wish that the chick that got hurt in the arm tried to tie something on there to kind of stem the flow of the blood, because she would have been bleeding more than she actually did. But... That's neither here nor there. Um, the I do kind of take issue, though, when Courtney and her remaining friend get out of the house and then start running through, like, a, a, a house that's being built. And they choose, like, the least convenient ways to go half the time. Ways that don't make sense. And they don't just keep going. Like, they keep trying to hide in a house that you can see mostly through everything. Yeah, the <laughs> house doesn't have walls yet. No, there's no walls yet. Uh, yeah, it would. It's just the beams. It's just the framing of the house at this point. With just a little bit of plywood floors for, like, the top floor. <laughs> so, you, you're going to find very, very little visual cover. <laughs> and, like, no actual cover. <laughs> so... Especially with a guy with a giant drill for a weapon. That's kind of one of the worst places to go. Yeah. 
And then they decide to try to hide there. So it just... Drills are Wood's weakness. A little bit. <laughs> so... <laughs> they rolled a 1 and he rolled a 10. Yeah, it just didn't make that much sense. So... Whatever. Now when... When she sets him on fire, to be fair, he did actually ask for it. <laughs> but I'm wondering how the police got over there afterwards, because she was not in a very good state of mind after all the death. So who called them? Or did they just decide, you know what, screw it, we'll go ahead and and look at what all's going on, and then saw the death in the, the condo? And decided to figure out where the hell everybody went, everybody else. Or if it was morning by the time the the owner of the house that the first two ran to opened the door or opened the garage door and noticed a dead kid there and called them. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't really make that much sense. But that's all I had. <laughs> so... Thank you for pausing. You're going to make it so much easier for me to edit. I appreciate. No problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this movie was it's a pretty fun movie. I'd say it's it's yeah. worth uh, a few watches. I feel like the the songs toward the end went on a little bit long. But otherwise, again, the killer is just interesting and funny to me. So it's worth at least one watch. And it will be more fun if you're able to get, like, a, a group of friends yes, and able to, like, have a little... This would definitely be a funny night. party movie kind of... Yeah. yeah. Yes. But thank you for joining us today. And please comment on what you thought of the movie. We'll be super interested. And uh, and also let us know if the first and third movie are worth a watch or if yes. you'd like us to review them. And if you'd like to uh, keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places where you can listen to podcasts. Yes. And let us know of your interpretation of the ending as well, please. Yes. <laughs> I would be very interested to know. Please. And if you'd like to... Uh, if you'd like to recommend a movie and oh god i can't even today oh no I know. I'm oh sorry. no I know. how dare i can't i can't today i'm done i'm done if you'd like to support the podcast please like and share our content <laughs> we also have a teespring everything linked down below as per usual <laughs> thank you for joining us please stay safe and stay spoopy bye, bye.